0: All right, welcome to our next podcast of Titan Avenger Gaming. Right now, we have Ryan, Luke, and David with us. First things first, how are you guys?
1: I'm okay.
0: You're okay. You I'm seem, okay. I'm a little bit more excited than just okay.
2: Yeah. Exhausted.
0: David, you're always exhausted.
2: I am not
3: super tired, contrary to popular belief.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of prior comments. All right. um, All right, guys. First things first. Last time we talked about episodes one and two of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Since then, there's been three episodes, episodes three, four, and five. Has everybody been caught up with that?
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Okay. So, one more episode left. It's gotten pretty good. I think the biggest thing, and it's not like it's a bad thing, but it just stands out because the title of the episode was, Ameri- you know, the world's watching. But the, just the scene, and I've seen it like on websites, but the new cap standing there with the shield, you know, and blood splattered, you know, that even though that, I guess, is kind of sad, kind of bad in a way, whatever. That's just kind of like a cool, iconic scene, you know? And so I, I, that's the only thing I can think about that stands out from the whole thing. But, you know, the whole episode, of course, I've really liked. So, Luke, if you want to start us off, what are your thoughts? Any, any predictions? Any ideas what you think so far?
3: Well, as a huge Captain America fan... I have to say that that part, like, he's just a disgrace. Like, I was just... So, because of everything that that shield stands for. Now, I love the kind of the duplexity of that shield and the fact that they wouldn't give it to Isaiah, Uh who was obviously another good choice for it, but just the... Of the tainted history of our country playing into the selection of Captain America makes it even more important in my mind for Sam to, to take it and become the next Captain America. Yeah. So there's a lot of back background to that, that I really kind of like that that's a part of the complex story of the shield. But um, other than him being a disgrace, uh, I'd like to, I mean, I want to make a couple of pretty bold predictions that are probably way off base and probably not what, where Marvel's headed. But a lot of people I saw um, were trying to predict what was in the case that the Wakandans gave him, whether it was a new Falcon suit or a new Captain America suit. But I don't think it's either. I think that they're, my prediction is that they found a way to either recreate synthetically or they found some more of the plant, but they're giving him a dose of the purple Black Panther serum so that he gets the super soldier effect, but without like the negative consequences that we've seen. Because whenever uh, the first in Captain America, the original movie, he tells him that the serum makes good, great, and makes bad worse. And that's why it's important to have the right man because a strong man would lose focus of what his power can do. Yeah, if he has no strength, he'll just abuse it. And that's what we see with John Walker. Um, and so I think that maybe they're going to give Sam their own version of Super Soldier Serum. That may come with a new shield too, but yeah. I think it's more than just that. But well, I love the series so far. And even like Bucky, like figuring out who he is, yeah. Outside of war, that's a classic. Like I mean, since the Odyssey was written, it's the story of soldiers coming home and what how do we put war away? How do we set yeah. it aside and regain what we were fighting for without losing ourselves to the fight itself? So, my favorite like, part probably watching Bucky try to make amends and figure out kind of who he is. That yeah. and him and Sam finally coming to an agreement of to get along.
0: Yeah, like the scene with John Walker when he's sitting there with his uh, partner, you know, what you were saying, Luke, you know, he said, would you take the serum? You know, he made a comment. He says what well, makes – pretty much said it makes you become who you really are, you know. Like you see your mm-hmm. true true self in a way, you know? And, and as soon as I saw him put it in his pocket, I was like, he's he's taking, take that thing. He's not fixing the, you know, and, and, and in a way, right, you know, s- scenes before that, I a little surprised but then again, I wasn't because, you know, Zemo goes up and stomps on everything.
3: Yeah, I thought for sure Zemo was about to pick one up yeah. too.
0: And he stomped and it. And it, it made of,
3: sense when he started stomping. And I was like, that tracks with his character. He's against it since he could have turned all five of those guys in cryo sleep. He could have thawed them out and turned them all loose. Yeah. Didn't because he hates the Super Soldier serum that much.
0: Yeah. And, and I,
3: another thing, whenever I saw John Walker pick one up, I was like, that's the another clue that he's not the right guy to carry that shield. He doesn't yeah. deserve it.
0: And and I saw something on the internet it said, This is why. Uh, Falcon is the true Captain America, and it showed a scene—the mm-hmm. scene where he goes into the place to talk to Carly. You know, he goes in there, you know, no weapons, no shield, nothing, just to talk. You know, like Captain America would do, talk it out. And then John Walker goes in there and puts his finger in Falcon's face and says, "No, we're done with talking. You know, you're under arrest." You know, all aggressive and stuff. You know, and that's yeah. You know, he's he's got that like that power trip kind of thing.
3: And see, I think at the end, that's where Bucky kind of starts coming around to be on Sam's side. Because at the very first episode, they're clearly not on the same page. Yeah. But I Mm -hmm. think Bucky's starting to see either a little bit of Steve in Sam, or he sees the value that Steve placed there.
0: Yeah. Well, He He
3: finally understands the character of Sam and knows He's the right choice. Like, this is why he was chosen. This is why Cap gave him the shield and
0: not Bucky the shield. Yeah. Because didn't Bucky say something about, well, when Steve was planning or Steve was telling me, didn't he say something like that? I think. Yeah. It's kind of like, like they had
2: they had plans. Yeah. To give Sam the shield anyway.
0: And then it's like wide open, you know, his eyes are <clears throat> wide open now. I understand yeah. why Cap I think, it to him and stuff.
2: I think. Zemo really put the the idea in Sam's head cuz like when they were talking about the diplomatic situations about Carly and all them in that little whole, that room mm-hmm. but when Zemo said there's never been another Steve Rogers yeah. it never corrupted him you see the the eyes on Sam like oh well obviously I would never take the serum but I can never be Steve, but I can be the first, you know, new Captain America that can hold that shield with pride the same way Steve did and be, you know, just as good or even better. So it kind of gives yeah. you the idea that Sam's like, okay, well, I should have never gave up the shield and just, you know, accept the the, the, the choice to be Captain America But, you know, like, we all have to – he had to figure it out himself. Like, oh, well, you know, there's a reason why Steve chose me.
3: Yeah, I think he had to earn it back, too. Yeah. I think whenever he gave away the shield, he was – he couldn't disconnect the idea of Steve Rogers from the shield itself. And so once he's given it up and uh, he goes through everything that he did in the first five episodes, he's finally to a point where he's like – I am worthy. I am. I was chosen. And now I understand why I was chosen. And he takes ownership of it. Now, my favorite part of that last episode was probably watching him train in the woods with it.
0: Oh, yeah. I did like that.
3: Montage. Because Cap made it look so easy all the time. I was like, is it? Like, he just fling it around and it just randomly comes back to him. I'm like, if I tried that. It would have fallen in a lake, like out of
2: yeah.
3: lake. Like, well, crap.
1: Uh, Ross said he's in the. Yes, he's in this. Um, I, I don't actually. Uh, and it's just purely for a storyteller reasons. I don't really see them giving him any kind of like super soldier serum, or any kind of Wakandan serum. And the reason is, is like I feel like if they're gonna introduce that, it's gonna be in their show. It would. I could see them doing something
0: like that, but I just don't think it's going to happen.
1: That's a wild
0: prediction.
1: So, yeah. Do you um, think I it think... could be
0: something, Ryan? Hold on. Do you think it could be something like that briefcase stays closed the entire episode, which like I said, again, not saying Luke's right, not saying you're right or wrong, but could it be something where like it's still a mystery within the briefcase and all of a sudden the last 30 seconds of the thing, he finally opens it up, but you know, you never get to see what's in it. I don't know. I mean, that would be,
1: you know, he opened it at the end of the last episode. Oh, that's so right. Yeah,
0: he did. That's right. That would be the
1: biggest tease for nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a suit that is on par with um, with uh, with the Black Panther suit. And what I mean by that is I think it's going to have some I think it's going to have some absorption case of capabilities, So he'll be able to um, reflect damage or to deal out more damage. I think it's going to be something like that. I also have this interesting theory, and this is not really, this is just purely story purpose theory. Like there's nothing behind it. Uh, I was, I'm, I mentioned this on Twitter earlier today or a little bit ago. Um, I saw I was, these other people were having a conversation about the new suit. And it was not a conversation that, like it was a different conversation, but I chimed in with my little, just theory on that, on how the suit was made. I said, I think that, Suri most likely you know she saw Sam flying around and using his suit during that during you know while they were in Wakanda and I am fairly certain that she probably was like I think I could do that I'm pretty sure I could do that better than what they did uh, or what he's already got now and so when Bucky went to him and said uh, or went to them and said I have a favor for you that's why it was like so quick that he they already got the suit I have no doubt in my mind that she was already working on whatever he's got. She was already working on that specifically thinking about him because that's just who her character has been so far. You know, we've only seen it with Wakandan tech, but you know, it would just, it would just make sense to me that she would, uh, she would look at some of this new stuff, some of the, some of the suits that these other people have and, you know, uh, do it that way. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if like, if she's already working on like an iron man style suit yeah
0: um
1: and you know for you know i don't want to i don't want to say just for all the all the african-american characters uh but for like you know uh riri williams or um or um uh, i could i could see you know a style of suits like that she already working on or she just used them for her own purposes so,
0: yeah well yeah, you know, you're talking about like another Iron Man suit. You know, you're fixing to have the – with the Armor Wars, what it's called? Is that what it's called? Yeah. You know, that that's going to be possibly another series that they've talked about doing or, you know, Ironheart, which was, you know, it's going to be kind of a spinoff of Iron Man with uh, a girl leading the role. And then you have, you know, talking about War Machine, and some of them would be leading that too. Yeah. So – I don't – I don't... Like, the Wakandans are going to be... I would imagine they're
1: going to be an integral part of everything. Like, um, while we haven't talked about this yet, you know, there was speculation that the... um, There's already speculation that the Ten Rings that were, you know, that you see them in... um, um, In the the Shang-Chi trailer. You know, is that Wakandan tech? Because it looks like Wakandan tech so far. Yeah. Yeah, so well it looks like wakandan tech i don't say wakandan tech because that not. if they repurposed it it's not wakandan tech it's um it's oh my gosh what is the the metal i just forgot the name of the metal <laughs> aluminum the metal that they use that steel yeah
0: <laughs> vibranium
1: vibranium adamantium well, see, that's the other thing. Like, you know, eventually adamantium's got to come into play too, unless, yeah. unless they just say, you know what, screw it, we're just going to do everything uh, vibranium. That would be, that would be something. The next Wolverine's claws are actually vibranium.
0: No, it's a big surprise. They end up like throwing a surprise party for him. Like, just want to let you know, this wasn't the metal that we told you, and it's something else. Yeah. Um, Ross, welcome. How are you tonight? Hello, Ross.
1: Ross, you there?
0: Yeah, sorry. I didn't even uh, – all I heard was how are you Well – Yeah. Um, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. We're talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. What are your thoughts? Have you – are you up to date? No. <laughs> I started watching one episode – The one episode yesterday, and I didn't get to finish it. So, I'm way oh. I'm behind. How far are you for behind? For obvious reasons. Oh, uh, good angry. question. And I think to it. I think Ross is having connection issues. He told me earlier. So. Yeah. But. So you're having a little connection yeah, issues tonight. Damn. Well, what have you thought about what you've seen of Falcon and Winter Soldier? It's been all week, really. I mean. And we yeah. talked about it last uh, podcast. I'm, you know, I, I don't really know what to think about the new cap. You know, I like the, you know, Bucky and uh, and you guys are yeah froze. So
1: <laughs> he is not having a good night. I will say this. Um, this is not really anything about the show itself. Uh, well, I mean, it's about the show, but it's not about theories of the show. There is a strong possibility I will be up at three o'clock in the morning watching this show
0: uh, when it comes out.
1: Yeah, I did that last week.
0: I'm probably I didn't actually. I didn't
1: actually plan to. I was gonna stay awake and then you know just go to bed afterwards, but I fell asleep and then wound up waking up at three a.m. I like, I just like just. Woke up and was like, "Okay, you know, I'm I'm awake, so I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, watch it."
0: Well, <laughs> so has anybody? Has everybody seen the Ten Rings trailer? Oh, the
2: preview, yeah. They uh, have you seen it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I have. Uh, I'm still confused about it. Y'all sure? Still confused. What are you confused about? And Ryan
2: will explain everything. Well, like, okay. how's that like connect with anything in the Marvel universe right now? Okay, because that's actually it's, because it's written by Marvel. There you go. That's all No, like, like <laughs> yeah. how is it connect with anything? Where,
0: go you know? back and watch.
1: Go back and watch the very first Iron Man movie.
0: Yeah, like the bad guys that was kind of in the backgrounds. There's the logos everywhere. Uh, Iron Man three. Was it, yeah, that was uh, they used they use that group. Yeah, like the 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 idea of the group was used of the Mandarin or the fake Mandarin.
1: Yeah, so they're there. They've always been there. They just haven't been like out in front, unless you watch the Iron Man movie. See, the thing is, I'm not okay. So I'm not as up to date on the Shang Chi as like I would say anything else, but the uh, the Mandarin. And the Ten Rings, or whatever his organization is called, they have been Iron Man's, like, one of his top enemies for a long time um, and everything. So, they're, you know, they're repurposing it. Not repurposing it, but they're just using it to, you know, as the, as the basis for this movie. And, again, um, it's been – it has actually been present since the very beginning, so – it just hasn't been at play because it's not been something that they've wanted to use. And I'm actually glad that they have decided to reuse them instead of, like, you know, making them making them a joke. Which, to be fair, Iron Man 1, you know, managed to make them sort of a joke. And then Iron Man 3 made it really look like a joke just because of how it was used. Um, but now they're using, you know, now they're actually bringing them here proper. So
0: Well, here is some of the things that they're connected with they were in uh like we talked about iron man one uh here it says that the Ten ring supported whiplash to kill stark and iron man two and it hmm. says in a in the comics they have been known to obtain scans of the war machine uh suit and then um have any of y'all watched the marvel one shots kind of like the little prequels or whatever no. So there's one called All Hell the King and it has to deal with the, the Mandarin and so which we've already talked about that with Iron Man through but but it says that he gets his revenge on his impersonator. Um, they've been dealt with to have connection or try to steal the Pym Particles. Um, they've been known to be a part of the Vulture or printer or the Sinister Six be behind that. So that's some of the tie-ins from some of the characters in the other movie or the movies throughout. So are you good now, David? Are you ready to go?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Wanna, I'll say, I think one of the things I like about this and I don't want to like say like for, you know, all purposes, but I like the fact that we're introducing more um more um uh you know henchmen and bad guys on earth now, you know, because a lot of them, you know, with in game and everything, that was all outward. And then, you know, you've got Civil War and whatnot. That was more of an inner conflict inner, inward conflict with one outward factor. Uh, but now you've got these organizations on Earth and it's it's really it's really cool to see um them doing that.
0: Yeah, and I kind of like, you know, if you're not paying attention to it and you don't really know or seeing the connections with the Ten Rings, it's kind of like you know the Guardians of the Galaxy and some of those other movies. You don't really know much about them other than Iron Man and Captain America. Those characters, you know, no one probably really knew who Black Widow was or Hawkeye, you know, or when you saw him in Thor sitting up there on the perch, everybody's thinking, oh, he's just another shield agent you don't really know who Hawkeye is and so Mm -hmm. I kind of like that there's this movie about the 10 rings that you know even some of the other movies we've already talked about that's coming out I love the connections with those and they're I guess you would say no-name movies that could be as big as Iron Man and Captain America into some and then for kids they might find their superheroes where mine was Iron Man and Spider-Man growing up they might find somebody through these movies yeah so Luke what'd you think Uh,
3: to me it seemed very similar to um, Iron Fist
0: yeah Um,
3: with a slightly different storyline so it's you know it's the, more of the martial arts but whereas Iron Fist is fighting the hand he's fighting a different organization. So, yeah. But I thought it looked great. You know, Marvel they never fail to impress so I know it'll end up being pretty good anyway. So, or at least I have faith that it will. But the whole homecoming story having to fight against um, kind of your your home and your family and all that kind of stuff. That's
0: an interesting storyline that we don't really see anywhere else. Yeah. Well, you mentioned an Iron Fist. Uh, Maybe think about an article I read yesterday, actually, where it said, could we see, I don't know if it was a new Iron Fist, but could we see an introduction of Iron Fist in the movie? So you saying that, it was weird because I did see a connection to that.
3: Now, let me just go ahead and say, of all the things that Marvel's done, the Netflix original series, The Punisher was pretty good. Uh, Jessica Jones was tolerable. Yeah. Luke Cage was great. And Daredevil, awesome. Iron Fist was the one that I could not really get into. Yeah. I felt like it was a little lacking.
1: I see them okay i'm really hoping that marvel will bring back a bunch of these characters i don't hate the guy from the netflix series yes i don't hate the guy that was playing um iron fist but if they recast him i'm not gonna you know i'm definitely not gonna lose sleep over it i would i might be upset at all yeah i'd be upset if you know everyone else got recast and i'm not joking every single other person got recast but if that dude got recast in fact, I'll go as far as to say, if they if they went ahead and made him an Asian character, I'd be like, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but if they if they if he doesn't if everybody else gets recast, I would be you know I'd be like, oh man, you got rid of you got rid of uh, Charlie Cox. I'd even be sad. I don't remember her name. I'd even be sad if they got if they recast the girl uh, that was in um, that was in Iron Fist because I really liked her. I thought she was a, a cool character. I don't remember the character's name either, but you know, if, if he got recast, I would be like, okay, that's, that's totally fine with me.
0: Yeah. Ross, are you with us?
1: Not really. He just texted and said, I think I'm I'm going to hop off this podcast. Y'all are in and I am out and I'm sure the same way. I don't know what that means, but bye Ross.
0: Well, Ross, just kick him out. We'll see
1: you and later. His, <laughs> and his pain He's for joining us.
0: We love you. We'll miss you. We'll see you later. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I- well,
1: oh, you know what he could have done though is he could have just like downloaded this on his phone and used
0: his Wi-Fi. I mean, used his uh, used his uh, his service. Yeah. Well, um, like I said, am I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there's just so many movies that have come out, and I'm just – I'm just ready for – I just want them all to be here. I'm tired of waiting six <laughs> months for Mandalorian. I'm tired of waiting yeah. for the next series, and I'm tired of waiting – like, I wish soon as Falcon was done, I wish next week they're just like, boom, Loki, here you go. Like, I, I'm already thinking – you know, I saw something where this past weekend – they were talking about it was the year anniversary of the last dance, the whole Michael Jordan, Chicago bulls thing was really <clears> when we didn't have sports. And I'm like, I might rewatch that again. Cause you know, I don't have Falcon to watch and I got to wait on Loki and got to wait on black widow and so on and so forth. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it to it look pretty good. I'm ready to see some more trailers from it. Um, So what do we think about Sony and Disney Plus combining forces now and where Spider Man can be on Disney Plus? What do y'all think about that? Think it's gonna be good move? Do you think it's gonna be Well it's bad? a good move? No, it's a I good think, move.
3: I think there's a such thing as a monopoly. And I feel like if they combine forces um. what did the other streaming services really do they have a chance really
0: yeah
1: I know right yes they do have a chance and well not a good one I don't know I like Netflix has some pretty good shows on there if they would just you know give them more than two seasons like they could probably you know stay pretty much at the yeah. tippy top and if HBO Max, well, not really HBO Max, but if Warner Brothers would get their, you know, brains together and actually go full force behind the DCEU, it really there are prob there's a good probability that it could overtake Marvel in a couple well, I would say a couple of years, but it could overtake Marvel eventually because DC characters are so they're they're widely known. Everyone knows DC characters. Um mm-hmm. And they're, you know, their stories, they have some really good stories. But it seems like every time uh, WB takes a couple steps forward with their DC characters, and they're like, okay, we've done enough now. And they shoot themselves in the foot.
2: Yeah. I've been, I've been uh, overly. I'm looking forward to for Black Adam. Really, I am.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I think it'd be pretty cool. I'm
2: I've read uh, that uh, Dwayne Johnson's really fighting for the Snyderverse. He's really like him and Cavill. And to be honest, The Rock is a high commodity. So he has the power to kind of overthrow these, you know, Warner Brothers executives on whether they say no to the Snyderverse or not. And, you know, I mean, Who's really going to do Black Adam besides The Rock? I mean, we've been hyping, you know, The Rock to be Black Adam for a long time. So that's...
1: You know the Rock's just going to get mad one day and he's like, you know
0: what? I'm done with this. And he's going to buy WB. Yeah. <laughs> so who's this Dwayne Johnson guy you speak of? <laughs> Oh my God! Because I, I love what you say Dwayne president. Johnson. He, he,
2: the is, Rock is Dwayne Johnson, right? Know, is is but, he not? But he has the power to do. He could be. He can be Dwayne Johnson, or he can be The Rock. It doesn't matter when he's We're the president. The,
1: when he is the president, I will call him President The Rock. Okay.
0: <laughs> but David, you said, "Well, but, Dwayne Johnson." You time out there, buddy. You oh, said, my God. You <laughs> the rock it doesn't it's matter. The next five the times person. you reference to him,
2: the, the next five times it's The Rock. Like, Why didn't you call but, him The Rock from the get-go? Okay, but, you know, but, but in but, formal but, sense, in formal but, sense, he's Dwayne Johnson, but we all know him as The Rock. President. So call him
1: Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Whatever. <laughs> <or>
2: presentation
1: <laughs> in there. Uh, okay. Is it better to call him President Rock or President The Rock? Are you confusing it with President Bu No. It you know, he would be his own thing. I just can't wait for it to happen. I know we're gonna talk about I politics say on president here. President Rock. But I just can't wait for it to happen. And I want you all to know, whoever's listening to this right now, I am he perfect. has my vote. <laughs> He has my vote. The moment he says... I mean, if he
3: rock bottom, somebody that disagrees with him, he can rock bottom the other (laughs) candidates. He's getting my vote, too.
1: The moment he says, I'm running for president, it's over. I don't need to hear anything he's going to talk about. I'm just going to... You got it. It's over. You got my vote.
2: Oh, man. Who would be vice president? Stone Cold Steve Austin? I don't know. (laughs) No, they wouldn't be (laughs)
1: wrong. Probably one of his biceps. Stone Cold <laughs>
0: there after Stone Cold has a uh, his little speech and he gets his brewskis and pounds them and, and
2: on oh, the audience uh, that that would be I don't
3: I, know I'm gonna run against him to be honest
2: because someone's
0: <laughs> gonna lose I'm not doing it forget that yeah like there's gonna be like a bunch of people that's gonna be running and then they're gonna say the rocks gonna say I declare my nomination to be Run for president, everybody's like, I'm out. Never mind. They're going to say, I tap out. out. I pass. I mean, can you
1: imagine him, like, dealing with world leaders? He's just
0: like, let's meet in the ring. Let's settle this.
1: It's going (laughs) to be so much fun. He's like, you want to shoot missiles? Let's meet. We should probably not get on to, like, more politics here, but, you know, again, people (laughs) out there in the world, when The Rock runs for president, I'm being serious. He has my vote. If that makes you lose faith in me in any way, fine. I don't care.
2: He's got my vote. I don't know. I probably won't vote.
3: I think you should I, if The
1: Rock votes.
2: I mean I, I,
3: I want to hear his policies first. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna have national defense on lockdown.
1: I feel like everyone's <laughs> getting like a Mercedes or something.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I, I mean, mean, have you seen have you seen what he does for his family? Imagine with that, with government power. <laughs> oh,
0: so, man. David, you want to tell everybody what you told me earlier? How you're going to be my agent and get me? Uh, no, 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 no. I
2: never said that. I never said that. You just okay. assumed. So now since I okay. was
0: on air, then, okay. So what's
2: <laughs> your agent for what?
0: Nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nothing. Never mind. It's okay. Big,
1: so, okay. like, let's go hypothetical
0: then. Hypothetically, if he was your agent, what would he? Hypothetically be your agent of. Well, hypothetically, he would hypothetically be my agent for uh, hypothetically offensive coordinator, hypothetically job.
2: That's a lot of hypotheticals
0: speaking. He sure is. <laughs>
1: David, I, I can tell you a handful or a, a list of schools that he wants to probably go to or NFL places. That he UAPB. Wants to to. I mean, that's not a bad start.
0: Well, if I make them like – like, if they win a game, I'm on my way up. My way up.
1: <laughs> I can't and, you know, that. I think they were actually decent a couple years ago. I think so. They used to be. So. But, but what you really want to do is you want to get to UCA because UCA is slowly climbing. Yeah. And they're going to be – they're going to be in a conference at some point, like a large conference. I – would think most likely they would wind up going to the Sunbelt Conference, but I don't know. They just they grow so large. I could see them I could really see them going to like the SEC or the Big Twelve.
0: Well, um, side note just real like, quick just before like we move on. this
1: conversation from the rock to UCA's
0: I know, right? UCA's um,
1: conference abilities.
0: <laughs> my buddy Eric, that's in Knoxville. Uh, Ryan, Luke, you remember. Well, you've heard me talk about his son and how old he is, mm-hmm. how big he is, and things like that. Uh, he's, he's been talked to from Clemson. He's been talked to from Notre Dame, Kentucky, um, like numerous schools of, you know, like when Arkansas played Kentucky this past year, I think he was at that game because Kentucky invited him up. He actually got an invite from Arkansas State so uh he he wrote me to tell me that, so
1: I'm a bit surprised because talk to me I've seen yeah. his and I'm not joking when I say this. I'm a bit surprised because I've seen his like like his his stats and everything that he actually hasn't been contacted by Sam Pittman yet
0: he might have i don't I don't know, yeah. Like I'm not saying that's the way
1: we go, but, I mean, you know, it's just – it's it has strong, actually been surprising to me starting that with he has been contacted. That school there, so he's – How many – how many how many years has he got left in high school? I think two. Yeah, you know, who knows? Who am I? I mean, because, I mean, you know, regardless of how – regardless of how Arkansas does this year, you know, it's going to get to a point that they're going to be a you – know, they're definitely going to be an offensive line school again, like they were when – Sam Pittman was first there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so any, you know, you would think I would I would not be surprised if at some point he gets offered by um by Arkansas. I can and see I, it. I, and I see his name come across my uh, Twitter feed where you know so and so's been offered and I could be like, hey, I sort of know that guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right. um Luke, you have any other comments? You have any? Thing about Anything you want to talk about?
3: Uh, no, not particularly.
0: All right. I think we're going to move on to our final topic night, WWE. Luke, are you going to be joining with us tonight, or are you going to go ahead and head No, out? I'm going to go ahead and sign out. Go ahead and tap out with that. Bye, yeah. Luke. All <laughs> right. Well, Luke, appreciate you joining us. I think we are going to try to have a one-night recap of – Falcon Winter Soldier, sometime in the next week to talk about the entire series and maybe where it's going, maybe other series, other movies. So, we got Loki next. Hopefully, we'll have you for that. Maybe we can all get together. Sounds good. All right, man. Good to see you. We'll talk to you later. All right. So, um, WWE, David and I give you a little caught up on this run. David and I have been talking here recently just a Just overall, you know, about some of the talent that's went to AEW. um, And then part-time versus full-time, things like that. And I'll go ahead and just kind of talk about some of the things we talked about. And David can chime in or kind of give you his take. So, you know, you see it every SummerSlam, every WrestleMania, every Royal Rumble, the big pay-per-views. You have The Undertaker. You have The Brock Lesnar. You have The Rock. You have The Triple H. You have the part-timers who everybody wants to see, you know. And it's the bigger pay-per-views. You know, we get it. That's why they're the 60 or 70 dollar pay-per-views compared to the 50. They're taking spots of, you know, these people that are these up-and-coming stars who have been on, Monday, you know, been on Monday Night Raw, they're doing all the house shows, they're they're on SmackDown and then all of a sudden they're just not in a storyline because they're not going to be that WrestleMania. And then, you know, then the next thing it is, then they get cut. You know, we saw something in the past week where a lot of people got cut, you know, and then you have another thing we were talking about was some of the old timers, Christian, Sting, Chris Jericho, all these people, which there's not really much that they can do anymore, but now they're going to AEW, which you think, oh, my goodness, Christian's there, Sting's there, but they don't have much to do. You know what I mean? So what's your what's your take on that?
1: What's my take on uh, them bringing in um, big ta- – or I don't want to say part-time talents for big pay-per-views and then really having nothing else for them afterwards and not using their younger talents?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I'm of two minds of it. On one hand, hey, it gets people in the door. And ultimately, you're about making money. Um, and people, you know, I haven't watched WWE in forever. There's a specific reason. I actually stopped watching after a, uh, I think it was, I was still at my old house and everything. So this is way before I moved. Um, I think it was like a year before I moved in all honesty. So I haven't watched WWE in a, that long of a time. I've been keeping up with it, but I haven't watched it. It was, they did something and Brock Lesnar won. And it was so obvious that it was like a, such a bad decision that Brock Lesnar won. You're talking about money in the bank? No, I don't think it was money in the bank. I actually think it was something before that, but I hated it so much. Well, that the I finally reason I said that,
0: because I remember you making a comment about. Maybe it was money in the bank, but I hated it so much
1: that I was like, I'm done. And I actually canceled my subscription that night. But here's the thing: just, it Ryan. gets me so mad that you know that they that they were doing that. But that being said, I get it. You know, if like someone said the Rock's going to be in WWE next week, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to watch WWE next week.
0: But I let would me ask it. you this: who would have expected somebody like Brock Lesnar to be in the ladder match of Money in the Bank? Now, when I saw him come out because he was the last entry in the match had already started, as soon as his music hit and he walked down that ramp. I knew he was going to win unless somebody was going to low blow him or do some kind of cheat. You know, Just like him getting knocked out of the ring at Wrestlemania for Seth Rollins to pin Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar was a champion, but he didn't beat Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I thought that was just a solar surprise. Now, again, Brock having the belt and not being on TV for three months or just making a random appearance and show back up at this pay-per-view. You know, I, I did. I don't like that. You know, but like, I just thought that was great because I was not expecting that. Just like, you know, Goldberg going in there and boom, 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 and a minute to Brock Lesnar beating him.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I didn't expect that because that was one thing that David and I were talking about. You know, like the Drew McIntyre-Goldberg's WrestleMania last year, I didn't like like That was it, poor. It, it was just a bunch of power moves and crap like that. It was just a stupid yeah. match. It just felt like it was put together carelessly. But, like, Goldberg versus Brock – both times they fought, even when Goldberg won, like, like the way he did. And then the next time when they just power moves, suplex, spear, you know, when they just went back and forth, they fought for five minutes. But it was just exciting to me because I just want to see who was going to outdo who. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, you know, another thing, you know, kind of like the AEW. <coughs> Sorry. Like, you know, Christian is a part-timer in WWE. He's not getting the wrestle anymore. So he's not really good talent, and people just want to – they want to see him wrestle, but people complain about Undertaker because he, he looks old in the ring. Just like they said they added Daniel Bryan to this triple threat match at WrestleMania because Edge looked old. Well, duh. Like, what did you expect? Did you expect Edge just to come back in after not wrestling for nine years to be – In prime shape? No. Exactly. And that's the the funny thing about that is is like it's coming out that Daniel Bryan might be the one retiring soon. (laughs) Well yeah, I've I've heard that, you know, I've heard two things. I heard he still wants to wrestle, you know, but then again I've heard that he wants to just settle down with the family. Yeah. You know, and he's had those injuries and so he wants to be healthy for his family, just like the football players, you know. These football players retiring at the age of twenty eight.
2: But would you blame him for wanting to retire? So you know, like, well, if it's pinnacle of his career, well, I mean, like, I, w- like, I wouldn't mean, blame, blame him? him
0: for what to be a family or to go to a different company. Well,
2: um, like a lot of, a lot of people that choose family, right. You know, like how Becky was scolded for being pregnant and she was at the top of her career. She could have had yeah. made hundreds so my, my of millions of that. dollars, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't blame him if he wants to be a family man and say, all right, well, I've done what I've. I would be as
0: stupid as sitting here saying, well, Candace Parker, uh, Diana Taurasi, all you WNBA players, you guys are ruining our our chance of winning a WNBA championship. Cause you want to get pregnant. They yeah, can't I, help that. They're a woman would, and they want to, ha- they don't want to wait till their late thirties, early forties to have a kid.
1: I, I don't think, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously with Daniel Bryan, you know, he's going to eventually stop wrestling. Um, I figured he'll probably be something within
0: wrestling still. Like, he'll probably – I could see him be like a – He'll produce uh, or something like that. I could see him produce or possibly go work at the Performance Center. Yeah. You know.
1: But, I mean, it, just, it also depends if, like, you know, he might – his talks of retiring might actually be him leaving and, you know, him just – his contract's almost up with WWE. I could – I'm pretty sure he's probably going to leave WWE no matter what. But just WWE's, and I, I, you know, I think AEW's like, I haven't, I don't, I don't follow AEW as probably as much as I follow WWE. Well, definitely don't follow AEW as much as I follow WWE. From an outside perspective, this is the problems with both of these companies. WWE is garbage with their up and coming talent. Like it's just, it's garbage. And it's almost like they don't, really push these people until they have absolutely no choice to push these people and then a lot of times it also feels like when they finally do push these people it's like you know what meh you know that's what it feels like because i can't tell you how many guys i've seen i remember hearing about you know and when they came out from nxt and you know when that was when they weren't really three different brands it was you know it was or three different shows it was you know, it was SmackDown and Raw, and then the NXT was like the minor leagues, and then these guys would come up from NXT, and it would just like they don't do anything with them on the roster, and it's like no, d- you know, that's not right. You well, should what do Dave something and, uh, with
0: these people. David and I said, you know, a lot of people said, I don't want to go to the main roster. Triple H yeah. is doing well with me; he's making me a well star. In AEW,
1: their problem, I think, is is their WCW when why WCW failed.
0: <laughs> yeah well, that's see, the truth it's here, here. like everyone's in
1: a faction right now like at yeah. what point are we just going to bring back everyone's a part of the nwo exactly
0: yeah. exactly
1: and then there is a lot of these old timers coming in like billy Gunn's a part of it now
0: you know and matt like, hardy so are just be,
1: christian are you just going to be w well, are you going to be are you going to be factions and old guys
2: well like billy Billy Gunn had been there since, like, the first taping of AEW. And, you know, and then when they added Matt Hardy, I was like, I was confused. I'm like, wait, why? And then when Sting showed up, I'm like, wait, I thought he was retired. He had that neck injury after the buckle bomb and he was done. Why is he back in the ring? So so, Billy Gunn's been there since the beginning? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought he just showed up the other day <laughs> randomly, and I was like, no, it's Billy Gunn. Because no. when they hyped up AEW uh, Dynamite, I was like, okay, well, it's something fresh. It's something new, something that fans have been wanting for a long time. But WWE forgot about, was like, you know, the fresh product. Yeah. And then when they brought it out, the first episode or the first taping was an absolutely... Amazing show. I watched it through. And then after a while, it kind of got stale. You're like, okay, well, you know. Then you add Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley. You add this guy who's a pioneer of violence in the CZW days. You're like, oh, well, now we got somebody who can bring out death matches. But you can only go so far with them. And so that, you know, it just it becomes like this, just crap show, and you're like, oh well, just another day.
0: And see, so here's my thing, you know, WWE is not going to get better until AEW gets better. No. Yeah, you know, like let's say let's say Alabama, let's say Alabama always wins the championship every year, goes undefeated, and there's no college team that ever comes close. Mm-hmm. Until until Alabama you know, either starts winning by a touchdown instead of three or they start losing a the game, then they're not going to recruit better. You know you know what I mean? And so, like, yeah. the riding and stuff is not going to get better on WWE mm-hmm. because they're going to feel like, well, we still get better ratings. Yeah. But then AEW, they sit here and try to go, our ratings are better than NXT. Yeah,
2: like, but, but NXT is literally putting on five-star matches.
0: Well, but my thing is about that is – And I think David, you and I said this, or it was me and uh, my friend Kevin. That's comparing the National League Baseball League to the Triple A minor league, saying, Well, we have more fans than you do. Well, yeah, people want to go see the Yankees, not the double A Yankees. Hey, real
1: quick, I'm going to pause this uh, particular conversation because I just remembered that there was something I was going to say earlier. Okay. And I wasn't able to say it. Kevin, I know you're listening right now because I think you're like one of our only listeners, which is awesome. Shang-Chi is going to be a good movie, whether you like it or not. It's going to be a good movie. I want you to know that because it's going to be great. Because I saw your comments on Randy's post. It's going to be a great
0: movie, Kevin, and you're going to enjoy it. Hey, he said said he'd be there in front row with his cheese dip. I'm so happy that you said that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, yeah, he'll be there. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, the AEW comparing their ratings to NXT, it's like, okay, let's compare what your ratings were for the week against Raw or SmackDown, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, like, when they had WWE main event or WWE Sunday night heat. Like, you're comparing it to stuff that's not on normal TV or – like, it's – that just makes no sense to me. Just because it's, it's on that same night, you can't do that. As
1: much but, as their as much as their product sucks, and it does. WD's product mostly sucks. I that's why I don't watch it. You know, and if people want to say I disagree with that, that's fine. That's your opinion. It's my opinion. WWE to the moon. I mean, they just keep making deals with companies, and and companies keep seeing something in them. So, you know, I'm I'm always interested to in see where WWE is going. I I remember a yeah. couple years back. I remember a couple years back. Stephanie, um, I think it was step yeah Stephanie is the one that said it she said you know that she knows that WWE can offer more product than just um, than just wrestling and it's like okay I'm really interested in that because like I want to see what you can do with this and so it'll be it'll be it'll be nice to see where they go and I'm really interested so I need them to succeed because I would like to see that I would like like to see the company not to shut down anytime soon the
0: the pipe bomb that CM Punk said you know like I'm, I'm going a different way than what he said but it would be interesting to see what happens because Vince McMahon's gonna run this company till he dies.
2: I don't yeah,
0: know. i saying Triple H, you're taking over. Shane, you're taking over. Random, uh, junior CEO of the company, you're gonna like. I don't see. I just see him dying, and then the family taking over. Like I'm curious of what's gonna happen then. Like their visions that he has said, nope, we're not doing Triple H. We're not doing, I'm CEO, you know, I'm curious to see what happens. But, um, but, you know, like seeing Bray Wyatt or the Fiend and stuff, I love his character. I love how he can, like when he was Bray Wyatt, he carried the whole four weeks leading up to WrestleMania against Undertaker. Undertaker never showed up. And I was so intrigued and so excited about that match. And he can just run with it. He is good. And he's taking this fiend character in this playhouse. And then from the way that they decided to change the ending, which I know you, you didn't see Ron, but change the ending at WrestleMania and go from there. And it seems like they're splitting him and Bliss up or whatever. And it's like, it makes no sense. You have something good. You sit there and run with the McMahon Helmsley error for two years and have them dominate everybody and screw everybody over. You have the Undertaker and his his ministry or his corporate ministry. You have them dominate and steal Stephanie and kidnap and have the brew with the acolytes and, you know, an Edge and Christian and Gangreo and all them. Like you have all these things that just dominate. And then you have the Fiend who's supposed to be this unstoppable force. And then he gets distracted or he gets knocked out one night or caught on fire. Like I don't know. Like besides the fiend, the next biggest thing I like, I like the Roman Reigns story, I really do. But I don't know.
2: I mean, there's not really much, you know, hot talent right now. No, because
0: like I don't. I I, I quit <clears> watching when definitely when they stopped doing fans, because it's was just, just different to me. When they brought yeah. back the Thunderdome, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. And. I, I watch Royal Rumble because I want to always watch Royal Rumble. I want to see who's going to come down, you know, in the ring. And if there's a certain match, then I'm thinking, ooh, that would be a good match.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had some friends come up for the first night of Mania because they wanted to because we hadn't hung out in a while. And then I decided to watch the second night by myself. So,
2: but yeah. That's- my, my pinnacle – with World Wrestling Entertainment happened to be the Ruthless Aggression Era. That's where I grew up watching wrestling. That right there is where I was like, oh, that's wrestling. The storytelling was great. You know, the action, the drama, everything else, it just fit. Ruthless Aggression. Yeah, see, that's the pinnacle for me. Now, we're we're, we're stuck with the PG era. And it's just kind of like, what's the point? It's just everything. Like, I know the women's division could be so much better. And me and my brother talk about it all the time. Like, the women, they're scared. I mean, uh, there's a lot of women that will put their body on the line. I mean... When they did the the women's um what was it the the cage match with the two rings I can't war games. Yeah. That was amazing. I was like, oh my god, this is where women's wrestling should be. Not What's, just the violence of it, but like that's how you're supposed to be in the women's division. But that's the bar. Wasn't the Banks match like at WrestleMania really good?
0: Yeah. I thought so.
1: I but, didn't watch it. One. The Sasha Banks match with the WWE ti- or the WWE women's title
2: with uh Sasha
1: uh, Bel yeah, Bel Air,
2: yeah.
1: I should have known that because I always <laughs> like her name every time I hear it because you know, obviously, it reminds me of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. um, but I don't wasn't know, wasn't that match like
0: was really good? good? I've heard
2: that match was really good, so I thought it was. I mean, but like for me, the women's division should be beating the men's competition but it's not and you're kind of just like what are we doing ladies are we taking a step back or we're we going 10 steps forward and then the men are kind of like "Eh, you do this every day that's whatever like they don't care i feel like yeah. mark calloway said it that the guys in the back locker room are soft and i mean i agree with him i mean there's somebody there-
0: s-a-w-f-t No. Not that soft?
2: No. But the guys are, you know, back in the early days of wrestling, you know, guys settled things with guns and knives or they settled with money. What? Well, you know,
1: I don't recommend anyone settling anything with guns and knives. No, no,
2: no, but like back then, that's how you would settle a squabble if you had one with the other performer but now everybody's you know on their cellular device or playing video games in the locker room instead of learning you know from the major talent and you're like trying to pick their brains of how to be a better performer you know you're on this main stage you're not getting as much tv time but you you you're hungry you're 20 or you're like in your teens you know in this main event you're like oh man I got to be better and get better so I could be a major draw. You see these guys not even caring. They're like, ah, eh, whatever. I get time whenever, you know, they ask for me. No, man. You know, like the New Day, that was a great run for them as a trio. Yeah. You know, that, you know, they were funny. They were entertaining.
0: Yeah. That, I agree.
2: I mean, how can you step it up from there for – Anybody else, you got to be, you know, present and you got to go, oh, okay. We can take what we learned from the new day, but be better. And even the herd business, even though their run was cut short, which I wish they never did cut them short, they had something.
0: Yeah. There's too many things that happen last minute. And like,
2: like that doesn't change. changes.
0: Well, and they don't think of like the long term. They're just like, well, we need to break them up now or, we need to make this person lose tonight. or We need to, like, I understand things happen, but then again, I feel like there's no thought process with Vince anymore.
2: Yeah, but you know how, like, the evolution, how they d- hyped up Batista and Triple H at WrestleMania? You know how yeah. you have, you play it slowly, how they, they should have done that with the Hurt Business, you know, kind of Sheldon, uh, not like uh, Bobby Lashley be like Triple H, not in that sense, but like, you know, I'm the, you know, champion, none of y'all in the Hurt business are above me. You know, kind of get jealous with power. And then, you know, Sheldon or whoever else was in that group kind of go, well, I can be better than Bobby. I can be champion one day like Randy Hmm. Orton or Batista. Yeah. And that way, you know, you're setting these guys up for a better career and then you're like, well, the Hurt Business was a success later down in the line when they go into a Hall of Fame and induction ceremony as a group. That's how it should have been, but, you know, we don't know.
0: Nope. We probably never will. All right, guys. I think we will stop it there. I was reading something uh, also earlier I forgot to mention. It says that the Falcon the Winter Soldier – Possibly could be an hour and a half long finale.
1: Yeah, I'll be going to bed at 4.30 then.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about that. Hopefully, I'm watching it tomorrow night. Um, so
1: I much. Got, oh, I'm going to be watching it. We didn't talk about this either. Um, in Marvel News, Russell Crowe has been cast as uh, Zeus in Thor, Love, and Thunder.
2: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm. Don't
1: expect him. I don't think. Don't expect him to live long. Just my personal opinion there.
0: Well, I can see that. So, like...
1: I mean, his... his,
2: his, 10-minute part, or, like,
1: no? I don't know. I mean, the main villain of the movie is uh, Gore. Is it Gore? I think so. Gore the God Butcher. Hmm. Who literally has
2: powers to kill gods, so... So, like, you know, God of War. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. Um, Like his origin story is um, he got
1: like, I think him and his family got caught up or something happened to his family. They all died. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, I think it was because of two gods were fighting and, you know, he survived it and, you know, he, they were both like on the ground and trying to, um, you know they were both on the ground and he walked up to them and like one of them was like save me and he picked up the swords or a sword and was like i know i'm gonna kill you both and killed them both and he got the power of like the evil ones uh from doing that and then you know so he became a a god butcher so there you go kratos but what's interesting about that is that zeus whether zeus lives or dies is irrelevant but zeus has a son whose name is Hercules, who's actually, you know, a big part of Marvel Comics. So yeah. so it'd be really cool to bring him in. And people, since people are fan casting right now, you know, since Russell Crowe is going to play, um, is going to play Zeus, there's another guy out there that is coming, who might not play a character anymore, who's just so happened to play uh, Zeus's son, or Russell Crowe's son in another movie about a really strong guy who can do really strong feats of, you know, humanity. So, you know, that'd be pretty cool if they brought Henry Cavill into play. Yeah. Uh, Hercules.
0: Would. Um, another thing real quick, I saw where, you know, still rumors of who and what could be in the Spider-Man movie because they're trying, I think they're trying to really make it a surprise, which I want it to be. Um, they said, look for a big time character to die. They said, no. some, they said, um, some... Uh, Some uh, user who was right about a prediction end game, and another movie or another Mm -hmm. series, maybe WandaVision or something like that, that was right based on their intel. They kind of, and I'm not going to say this because I don't want to put it out here right now. We can talk about this later. But they kind of put out what they saw. Like some things they said, this scene happens. I don't know how this scene got to this place. But then... Tom Holland Spider-Man meets up with this other Spider-Man da, 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 and then they talk about these other things that happen. And they said that Tom Holland was really angry in this one scene, but they kind of give us the synopsis of the story. Didn't know that's what I was reading at the time. So if it's true, kind of stinks that I know what the movie is going to be about, but anyways, so yeah. there's something to look forward to whenever the new Spider-Man comes out there, but then again, I mean, it might not be true at all because you know, there's supposed to been, S- several different death scenes in Infinity War, in Silver War, in-game, because they film a bunch of different things, and sometimes the characters don't know until they get to the theater to see it for themselves.
2: So, Did you hear the guy that played uh, Doc Ock is playing revising his uh, role?
0: Well, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that about six months been, ago. Yeah,
2: that's been
0: super... But, like I said, they're trying to... Like, I, I didn't know that
2: until like it popped up, like, maybe... Well, he ended uh, up saying yeah. it,
0: and everybody said he's going to be in Marvel prison now. So,
2: mm.
0: anyway, guys, um go watch Mortal Kombat trailer. Oh Lord, here we go.
1: Oh, just wait till twelve o'clock and watch the movie.
0: Yeah. What?
1: The comes movie out. comes. It comes out. I don't know Is that. Come on, HBO. It comes out on HBO Max tonight,
0: doesn't it? I don't know, Ron. Let me go look because you end up telling me about the draft and.
1: I know it comes out on the twenty third, no matter what, and I'm pretty sure it drops on HBO Max tonight. I've seen the first seven minutes. The I've seen the first seven minutes of it, and I was like, okay, all right, I see you, yeah. and I might watch you.
2: I've seen it on YouTube, and I was like, all right, this this movie's going to be a banger.
1: I can't wait for the draft. Go. I was really, I thought it was tonight, and I was like, so excited to talk about the draft picks and how trevor it is in theaters is go and hbo max 21.
0: april 23rd so yeah i'm sure it's midnight because yeah. that's when God- godzilla and all those came out was midnight so wonder woman
1: godzilla versus kong is a great movie if you haven't watched it, it yet go uh, watch it, it is now.
0: i watched it just curious to see Actually, what it would be like yeah, and i thought it was great you
1: have seven eight days to watch that movie world out there so if you don't see this in seven
0: or eight days which is
1: bad luck for you yeah <laughs> oh it... listen to
0: me sooner yeah all right guys i keep making uh, faces like
1: people can see
0: me they can <laughs> they can cool um david Ron, appreciate it uh maybe we'll be able to hear from ross next time like i mentioned earlier everybody we plan on doing another podcast, hopefully in the next coming days, to go over Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, just kind of wrap the series up, talk about future things, maybe we need to talk about some more about Spider-Man movie coming out. Um, right more now, questions. me personally, I'm streaming some Call of Duty, streaming a little bit of Assassin's Creed, and my Madden League. Ron is playing the Madden League with me. Uh, David, I know he's been streaming some Call of Duty. Luke has his oh my lord! Uh, I'm gonna tell you stretcher baits um, that you can buy fishing baits and stuff from. And Ross is at Law Dog Avenger Gaming.
2: I'm gonna tell you that Verdance, New King, like that whole event was, it was like overhyped. I'm telling you, it was like the first five minutes, the whole server crashed. So everybody that wasn't a main streamer for the Warzone game, yeah, queued up for twenty minutes in the same server queue, and I was like, "Wow, that sucks." So I ended up restarting my game twice just to get into the event, and you know they they set it up for everybody to fail. So Verdanks gets nuked and it's just kind of like, well, what do you do now? You wait an hour or so, you go to rebirth, and you have to do this challenge and everything else. I mean, it's just it was overhyped for a year, and it was just like, uh, this is pretty boring. And you know, but I do I will say that the new map for the war zone is a lot better than what we got. You,
1: yeah. go. So. I, I, you know I actually I'm gonna plug you know my interest here real quick um, if you are a Razorback fan you can follow me on Twitter and you can see me retweet stuff about the Razorbacks but I'm actually part of a group called Band of Wars, um, where we try to cover all the Razorback sports right now all we're doing is uh, all we're well all we really do right now is just you know try to tell people out there and they'll in the world, what's going on with every single Razorback sports? So go like us on Facebook, band of boars. That's all you have to, to type in and you'll find it. Some of you probably may be already a part of it, but you know, so yeah, that's, I'm up. That's what I'm up to most of the time. Like I'm just retweeting stuff on Twitter or uh, about Razorback sports and NFL stuff, or I'm uh, helping get that stuff on Facebook so that people can see what's going on, not just in football, but in basketball, baseball, volleyball, track, field, tennis, and hockey. And gymnastics. There you go, guys. And, and water polo. I mean, anything the Razorbacks do, we just try to get that out there. So,
0: All right. There you guys go. Uh, follow all of us. Hopefully, sometime soon, we'll have some, some other news coming out for everybody to share. Um, and I think that's it with us. Good talk again, guys. Change it up a little bit with some WWE tonight. So from Luke, Ross, David, and I, guys, uh, there's plenty of ways to follow us again. Um, if you're listening to us now, you can still listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Anchor. Give us a like. Follow us on those things where you can get the update and know when our new episode comes because right now you're not listening to us live but maybe one day you can. Uh, email me at titan gaming at gmail.com if you have any topics you want to talk about if you want to come on and debate with us so and we welcome that um,
1: yeah i would like i mean if we you know when we debate
0: <laughs> it, yeah because most of the things is just us sharing ideas so please feel free to do that anyways uh thank you all for listening please share any any comments you have share with your friends and we are out